restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Oh, we're here in Washington, D.C., sitting next to Mark Mazzetti, reporter for the New York Times, who is, when unable to engage in defamation, is rendered completely mute, unable to say a word, unable to lie, unable to use hyperbole. You're smiling. Do you, do you look at yourself in the mirror while you shine your Pulitzers? <laughs> Hey Mark, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, how are you doing today? <laughs> I see this article you wrote about uh, how documents show how far deceptive reporting practices can go before running afoul of federal laws. Why did you word it that way? Did you consult your lawyers before publishing these, Mark? Are you okay if I publish your attorney-client privilege documents? See, that's the difference between me and you. You can't engage me in conversation because to do so would be to lose. You can't have a dialogue with me because you operate in total secrecy. It's just ironic because you accuse me of being a spy. But isn't that kind of what you are? You ever, you ever been held accountable before? You ever been under scrutiny before? How does it feel? How does, how does sunlight feel? This was the article you wrote. See, it says, transporting material across state lines. So should the FBI raid your family's home for transporting my stolen documents across state lines? Why is it that the New York Times works in concert with the FBI? Why not investigate the FBI? Why work, why work in a symbiotic relationship with federal agents? We've been told by people familiar with the matter <laughs> that, that Adam Goldman can't write very well. Do you write the articles for him? <laughs> We've been told by people familiar with the matter I'll cut to a clip of the person saying that. Goldman's a terrible, no, he's a really good reporter and editors do it on her writing for him. He's a terrible Why is, why is um, uh, Dean Baquet obsessed with Project Veritas? Why are you obsessed with Project Veritas? I mean, you live in a town like Washington, isn't there a lot of corruption to expose? Why did you stake out our sources in Florida and surveil them? Seems like something a spy would do <laughs> to dock sources. So why did you do that? Oh, we're here in Washington, D.C., sitting next to Mark Mazzetti, reporter for the New York Times, who is, when unable to engage in defamation, is rendered completely mute, unable to say a word, 
unable to lie, unable to use hyperbole. Documents show how far deceptive reporting practices could go before running afoul of federal laws. Another way of saying that is we checked with lawyers to make sure everything we did was legal. But do you see how he worded it? He had to write it in, in a mendacious way with hyperbole. Because to show people the reality, we don't trust them with the reality. We have to write the words in a particular way. And obviously, Goldman didn't write it because we know Goldman isn't a very good writer. And my question is, you know, did, why did Arthur Salzberger, publisher of the New York Times, muzzle Dean Becquet? Are you pleading the Fifth Amendment with me right now? Are you going to plead the Fifth Amendment in court? What story have you at the New York Times ever actually broke? Like, what are you famous for? Do you, do you look at yourself in the mirror while you shine your Pulitzers? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe again. Look, I started the day yesterday with a video from James O'Keefe, and I figured it'd only be, you know, we got any time that James O'Keefe and Project Veritas strikes, well, it's only right that we not only highlight who they confronted, but also highlight them and literally give them, let's go ahead and do it again today. Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America, James O'Keefe. And Project Veritas, do you notice they do one of two things when they're caught? They either run like the Dickens, or they completely ignore him like he's not even there. That is the sign of a coward, ladies and gentlemen, because if I stood by what I said and said everything that I meant, there's not a person in the world who could get me to run from that statement or pretend like they didn't exist. Remember when you were a little kid and you were afraid of the, uh, the boogeyman in the closet and you'd pretend like you were asleep? That's exactly what these people do. We, can somebody get these folks some pillows? Can we please use the promo code LFA and go over to MyPillow.com and start buying some pillows and some blankets and some weighted blankets for all of these uh, Project Veritas, uh, you know, victims? <laughs> because they're pretending they're asleep, ladies and gentlemen. So big shout out to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. Once again, we have got the global elite, the evil elite running scared, whether it's in government, whether it's the crooked uh, corruption that's going on in the pharmaceutical companies, whether it's big tech, whether it's um, mainstream fake news media, nobody is safe from the real American people because we are done being lied to, we are done being played like fiddles, and we're going to change it all right now. Mommy and daddy are home, ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here. Live from America, I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming from the live-free-or-die state of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to be here with you all. Big shout-out to the Rumble family on Live from America, including uh, Getter. Getter's coming in hot. If you are not following me on Getter, please do so. Go to JeremyHarrell.com, and from there, you can link to all of my social sites. And a big shout-out to the Real America's voice news family and audience all over digital TV including Apple TV, Android TV, Samsung TV, Pluto, Firestick, Roku, Dish. There's no excuse to not watch all of the greatness here on Real America's Voice News. We have a prayer request, ladies and gentlemen. Um, everybody, please pray for Joplin Mo police officers, Joplin, Missouri police officers, who were shot in the line of duty Tuesday. One officer was killed, and two other were in critical condition. Another police officer was able to take out the shooter. And this is from Matt Persinger in Missouri. So please pray for the family, family members of those police, police officers. Also, I'd like to say a big happy birthday to Angel Eyes on Rumble and as well, Holly Tyndale. Happy birthday to each one of you. I hope you have a beautiful and wonderful birthday. Let's all do it, folks. Come on. I know they can't hear you wherever you are, but it's the spirit of it. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, dear Angel Eyes and Holly Tyndall. Happy birthday to you. I hope you guys have great day, a great day and uh, filled with beautiful memories and wonderful family. I'd also like to thank Catherine Dwyer. God bless you. Thank you very much for the T-shirt. And I'd like to thank Ryan from Hannibal, Missouri for all of the Bibles. Folks, if you do need a Bible, then please go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you or somebody you know needs a Bible, and you can request a free Bible, and you can even put in the notes section what kind of Bible you would like, and if we have it, then we will accommodate and send that Bible along. Speaking of that, let's go to the Lord now. From Jesus Calling, March 10th, year of our Lord, 2022. The evil one has been deceiving people ever since time began. Since the Garden of Eden, do not listen to his lies and put your trust in me, for I am absolute truth. Proverbs 29, 25 tells us fear of men will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. And from Genesis 3:13, which reads, the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Before you turn out the light tonight, voice your trust in me. I am the one who can keep you safe. And it wasn't only Eve who tried to point the blame. It was Adam who tried to point the blame too. So for all of those out there that are like, oh, why did women have to do that? There you go. Woman had to, uh, had to eat the apple and point the blame. Well, you know what? Adam ate that apple too. And Adam also pointed the blame. Eve pointed the blame to, uh, to Satan. Adam pointed the blame to Eve. And God said, both of you will be held accountable for your actions. And the same can be said for each one of us. And the same can definitely be said for our corrupt officials in our government. They will be held accountable, ladies and gentlemen. Please remove your hat if you are wearing one. And let's go to the Lord, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Accountability, folks. Accountability and joy. That's what we're spreading here in 2022 on Live from America, accountability and joy. We're going to hold people accountable, and then we're going to spread a little joy and get them over to the good side. You know what I mean? Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We've got a lot coming up, including tying Hunter Biden to the bio lab problem in Ukraine and much, much more right after this. We'll be right back. And hello, my Life from America live family. How you all doing? Good to see you. Look, my wife wanted me to give a shout out tonight. And you know, when, when uh, Sabrina tells me to do something, I better jump. Sabrina wanted me to give a shout out to Baker's Primitive Candles. Now, Baker, Baker's Primitive Candles are also on the American Strong Business page on JeremyHarrell.com. So you can check them out through there. But Sabrina said, can you please give Baker's Primitive Candles... A shout out tonight. These candles are awesome. Just lit the sunflower one, and it is just as good as the bourbon butterscotch candle that we had going this last weekend. I absolutely love it. So for you folks over at uh, Baker's Primitive Candles, you've won my wife over. And if you won my wife over, then you've won me over as well. Lisa, God bless you too. It was an honor to speak to you today. I'm very, very happy to have done that. I'd like to give a big thank you and a big shout out to Cindy for the $25 on the Rumble Rants. As you guys know, what we do with the Rumble Rants is we, we, um, we replenish the Slurp Fund. We've been sending out quite a bit lately, but that's all good because that's where God directs it. And also it goes to pay for the producer. Uh, and we're just going to hope that, uh, that uh, enough come in through Rumble Rants to pay for him throughout the year. I think he's been doing a good job for everybody who thinks that Eli has been doing a good job as a producer, whether you're watching on Getter or whether you're watching on Rumble. Can you let us know? Let us know how good of a job he's been doing. I guarantee you, folks, 
Probably has never worked as hard in his life. I mean, he is doing everything, multitasking like a madman. Uh, um, we got uh, Snapdragons watching over there on Getter. Rosebud is watching on Get- uh, Getter as well. Ruby Hines, always on time. How you doing, girl? Amer- Amanda Collins, American girl, good to see you. Thank you for watching on Getter tonight. If you guys can do me a favor quickly on Getter, it's just quick. Just repost. It goes out quick. Brian Tharp says, but I don't know how. So if you read this, can you contact me somehow? That would be great. Wondering what you mean by that, Brian? If you mean by reposting, it's right there on the on the uh, on your phone or on the computer. Or don't maybe you're talking about donating. Well, if you if you want to donate and help, um, you can also go to JeremyHarrell.com and do that as well. But on Rumble Ranch, you have to be on the computer, I believe, or you have to at least be on the browser on your phone, not the app. Okay, and I believe you have to have a profile in order to do it as well. Um, just want to throw that out there. Yes, the truckers, guys, the truckers are doing a great job. It was awesome that, uh, that uh, Ted Cruz went out there with them today. Hopefully it wasn't just a photo op. You know what I mean? That's exactly what we don't want it to be. We want Ted Cruz to be out there sincere. So, <clears throat> all right, let's come back from this commercial break because we're going to get into some Hunter Biden news. Thank you, Barb. God bless you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, guys. From the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, it's an honor to have you. You're watching Real America's Voice News as if you didn't know. And if you like Live from America on Real America's Voice News, please do me a favor and visit Real America's Voice News Facebook page or you can go to Real America's Voice News Instagram page or anywhere else that you can find them and let them know that Live from America is your new favorite show and you want to see more of it because you if you go to their facebook page i want to show you just something real quick if you go to real america's voice news facebook page notice who's got the most popular video on the page live from america so we're getting popular and we want to let we want you guys to let them know how much you love the show and where uh, what else you'd like to see done with the show thank you very much let's get into the first and foremost section of the day please put your cups up and let's have a slurp because it's time to highlight little Hunter Biden or low light. Eh, either way, Hunter Biden, folks, you all know that this pesky news of biolabs lately, right? This pesky news of biolabs, right? It's really causing the Biden administration and the Biden regime a lot of problems. First, the Biden administration confirmed that the biolabs are 100% real. And then 24 hours later, they turned around and little red lying hood came out and said that the uh, that the bio labs were not real, that that's enti- the entire story is Russian propaganda. That was just in 24 hours. So like this morning, I said, which one of them is going to be labeled fake news or misinformation? Because one of them has to be one of them has to be. But ladies and gentlemen, here's a funny little tidbit that nobody's been able to uh, put together. Of course, here on Live from America, we do a lot of digging. And one thing we found is that Hunter Biden is connected to the Ukrainian bio labs. Isn't that something? Last night, we showed that Barack Hussein Obama, a then Senator Barack Obama, was part of the, uh, the, the contracts and the deals that led to bio, weapon, bio labs, excuse me, in Ukraine. And now we find out that Hunter Biden was also involved they say follow the money well we like to follow partnerships and patterns and one thing we found out over the last few years is hunter biden has a very predictable pattern and hunter biden is involved in a lot more than a lot of people know but do you guys remember the biden connected firm rosemont seneca remember when everybody was talking about the laptop from hell and rosemont seneca was one of the firms that were connected to hunter biden and the big guy Well, ladies and gentlemen, Rosemont Seneca was one of the biggest investors in these Ukrainian biolabs. But you don't have to believe me. We're actually going to go to a video right now that I'm going to show you that kind of breaks it all down from Victoria Newland all the way to Hunter Biden. That they now fear the Russians will indiscriminately use to start a world war. The Pentagon calls them bio research labs and containment labs. 
and claim their clandestine operation is all somehow in self-defense. But they are admittedly creating and storing weaponized biological material. And so these biolabs are in violation of Article 1 of the Prohibition on Biological Weapons. During the past couple years, citizens of the world have been getting an advanced education on bioweapons. And the very same crooks we see foisting the Great Reset medical tyranny are involved in the Ukrainian bioweapons labs. This is all being paid for with tax dollars through the Pentagon's Defense Threat Reduction Agency, the DTRA. U.S. company Black & Veatch has been working closely with the DTRA building bioweapons labs since 2003. Black & Veatch share an office in Kiev with Metabiota, who signed an $18.4 million contract with Black & Veatch in 2014. Metabiota got their start in 2015 with funding from Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners, who gave Metabiota $30 million to help protect the world from the spread of epidemics. This is the very same Rosemont Seneca that was mysteriously wired $3.5 million from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. And the very same Metabiota partnered with Peter Daszak's EcoHealth Alliance, the group that Dr. Fauci used to funnel money to the Wuhan lab for gain-of-function research in 2014. In 2014, Metabiota, EcoHealth Alliance, and the Wuhan Institute of Virology were together researching infectious diseases deriving from Chinese bats. Metabiota is working with known CIA front InQtel. It is funded by the U.S. Department of Defense, the NIH, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Google, and the National Geographic Society. Metabiota's founder, Nathan Wolf, sits on the board of EcoHealth Alliance and is a member of DARPA's Defense Science Research Council. In 2012, he wrote a book titled The Viral Storm, The Dawn of a New Pandemic Age, wherein he thanked his friends, pedophile Jeffrey Epstein and biotech venture capitalist Boris Nikolic. Boris Nikolic was named Jeffrey Epstein's successor executor upon his death. Wolf has also been seen hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell on multiple occasions. He is also one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders, trained on how to enact the Great Reset Agenda being directed by the World Economic Forum. Russia claims the Pentagon has over 30 biolabs in the Ukraine alone. China claims they are operating 336 biolabs in 30 different countries. And now, members of our corrupt U.S. government are saying this is all a Russian conspiracy and that we should soon expect a false flag attack from Russia. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Reporting for info. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go right there. You see it, you hear it. And that's basically everything that I've been reporting to you since February 28th in a nutshell. They say follow the money, but all you have to do is follow partnerships and patterns. And then you get to the money and you follow that even deeper and you get to the big guy. You get to Barack Hussein Obama. You get to Hunter Biden. You get to Nancy Pelosi. You get to John Kerry. You get to Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. You get to Lindsey Graham. You get to John McCain. And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. I don't know what to do or say with all of this except for I 100% denounce all of the corrupt government officials in my own country's government. And here's another thing that I want to say. I fully believe that President Trump had all of this. When he says we caught him, we got it all. We've caught him and we've got everything. I really believe that President Trump has all of this, 
has a lot more than all of this, has a lot more than you or I know. And President Trump was put in a, between a rock and a hard place. He was put between a rock and a hard place come January of last year. Do I stay? Do I fight this? Do I walk away and expose it all from a grassroots level so that the world can see that it's not just me saying it? It really happened. He was put between a rock and a hard place, but I bet you that President Trump had and knew about everything that you just heard. Now, I want to show you, if I can, another image of some of those documents that were released yesterday that showing the United States government was funding these biolabs. Now, I posted a link to every single one of these documents on my Getter page last night. So if you are following me on Getter, you're going to want to get over there and you're going to want to click on all of the links to every one of the documents. But here is a better and cleaner version from the ones that I was showing last night. Here you go. There you go. And I'll go, I'll, we'll go through this slow so you guys can screenshot this and go back. But as you can see, you can see who the beneficiary beneficiaries are. You can see who the contractor team is. You can see who the construction oversight team is. You can see the approval. You can see the construction permit. You can see the state acceptance, and you can also see that the total cost of this, this specific laboratory was $2,109,375.23. So, folks, I posted all of those on my getter, and if you want them, you're going to have to go get them, but I suggest you get them before they're even scrubbed further from the Internet because the truth is out there, and together we will find the truth, and together the truth will definitely set us free. We're going to take another... Commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. It's an honor to have you guys here. When we come back, we're going to be talking about mask mandates on airplanes and what's going on with that. Stay tuned. To answer some questions here, I see a lot of people talking, and I know that that video really brought a lot of comments out. Trump knew, and they were going to cheat in order to keep him out of office. It's time to do some patriot you-know-what. Says D, uh, Doe Brynan. No, I hear you. I'm not far behind you on that one. Put it on Telegram. Okay, I'll do that. I'm sorry I didn't. I just, I'm trying to, Telegram, I have to really monitor to get rid of as much spam as I possibly can. And I'm not into spending time putting spam bots up and stuff like that. So for those who are going to ask. Fox News 13 Tampa said that there was a new variant called Deltacron. They are not going to stop. They sure, <laughs> I haven't heard that yet, but I wouldn't doubt it. This must be why Fauci is in hiding. Well, this and a lot of other things. This and a lot of other things. They're starting to tie what Fauci did in the, Ukraine, uh, in, in, in the Wuhan region with what's going on here. And it's much bigger than Fauci. Fauci was always and has always been a tool for the federal government. Why do you think he gets paid so much? Jeremy, did you hear about the failed engine in Trump's plane last week? I did. I did. And when the Democrats found out about that he had to make an emergency landing and that he didn't crash, all the Democrats were starting to put out videos going, oh, only if that guy would have crashed. Why didn't God let him crash? Blah, blah, blah. I thought they didn't believe in God, right? Um, but then I started hearing that it could, it could have been a possible assassination attempt. I mean, I guess we never know, right? But thank God that he's alive and he's all fine. Jeremy, put your links on Rumble too, please. You know what? I think we'll start doing that. I think we're going to start doing something with the website soon where I put all of the links to all of the stories um, that I do during a day on the website. Now, that's a ways away, so don't hold me to that yet. But I'm going to make it more of like a news site for you to, guys to go to and not really just throwing up random news, but the stuff that I report on. I'll put links that support uh, the news that I do. I won't put all the links because sometimes it takes me 10, 15 links to, to make sure that a story is correct uh, and put it all together. But I will allude to, to, uh, to a little, you know, a few of the places that I go and look for this stuff for sure. We're going we're gonna to be working on that, trust me. Um, can we the people call for a state of emergency? You'd have to have governors and senators for, for, for that, I would assume. Where are the links on Getter? There, I posted them last night on my Jeremy Harrell page, and I posted them in three different parts because you can only post so much on Getter at one time. So it's part one, part two, and part three. Posted all those links there yesterday. So Trump's plane doesn't have four engines, but the Air Force One does. 
yeah, I'm not so sure about what happened yet. I really didn't look into it other than the fact that that it happened and he's okay. Jeremy, do we have to wait until November before we get justice? Probably. Most likely, yes. Most likely, yes. Was another hit on him, said Donnie. I wouldn't, I would not, Donnie, I I don't think you're wrong. I literally don't think you're wrong. I mean, I'm not going to go out there and say, look, I think that uh, they tried to kill President Trump, but I don't think you're wrong. My personal opinion is I believe you're probably right on that one. I believe you're probably right on that one, for sure. Let's come back from this video, and uh, we'll get into the next segment here. I've got a lot to go through. Folks, thank you very much for being tuned in here on Real America's Voice News to Live from America. Again, if you like this show, let Rav TV know more live from America, please. And while you're doing that, we'll continue to look for Hunter because... By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where, where, where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Hunter's smoking Cheeto crack somewhere. And folks, by the way, you can get this new this hat on JeremyHarrell.com that says... If you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money. I don't think there's a more true statement than that one right there. Get your hat at uh, JeremyHerald.com. Moving on, folks. The illegitimate Biden administration readies to extend the airline mask mandate for yet another month. So another month we're going to have to, if you're flying... For another month, you're going to have to deal with this ridiculously stupid mask mandate on these airlines. Now, I don't know how many times that I've had to tell a, uh, uh, a flight attendant that it's not a law to wear a mask in the sky. I hate when they say it's federal law. It's federal law. It's such a lie. It's such a lie. And you know what else they tell you on a plane the entire last two years if you flew with a mask on? They tell you that the mask that you're wearing does not in any way block the air that you need. It does not in any way slow down the amount of oxygen that you're putting in your lungs. So just shut your mouth and put it on. However, they tell you to take your mask off before you're putting your air mask on and in case of an emergency. And I ask, well, why? Why not just put the air mask on right over the mask if the mask doesn't stop any, uh, any oxygen from getting in or out of your lungs? The whole thing's been absolutely stupid. And the American people are growing increasingly tired of the restrictive COVID-19 public health measures that we have been forced to live with for the past two years plus during this pandemic paid for by the United States government. This ballooning pushback and the prevalence of the much less severe Omicron variant have been caused have even caused the experts at the CDC to recommend against mask requirements for a majority of the country. Plus, with the advent of war breaking out in Ukraine, the U.S. establishment has completely kicked the COVID narrative to the curb. Does anybody remember that we had COVID? Is anybody even talking about it anymore? Besides a few blue states and a few websites? Absolutely ridiculous. So much so that the satirical outlet, the Babylon Bee, put out an article with the headline, Putin receives Nobel Prize in medicine for ending the COVID pandemic. That's pretty funny, actually. The narrative shift has been that drastic. Basically, the timing of the war couldn't have been worked out better for Big Pharma and the tyrannical public health regime, especially considering all of the damning information that keeps coming out about the experimental vaccines as of late. Thank you to those federal judges pushing the FDA to get those out. The walls are crumbling in on the narrative and they know it. So this timing was a perfect excuse to take a slight breather on the pandemic. However, ladies and gentlemen, with the expiration of the federal mask requirement for transportation like airlines and buses set for just a few days away, the Biden regime swoops in, pooping pants and everything, and says it's now gearing up to extend the mask mandate for at least another month as the experts, you know, the experts out there. Tony Fauci, I wonder where they got him hidden. Hey, Tony, we need you real quick. Things are happening. I don't know why Senator Ron Paul thinks he knows what he's talking about. We need masks for at least another month until the weather gets nicer outside and we can all start thinking about getting back to a new normal. There will never be an old normal, only a new normal. Nobody cares. Breaking news, loser. Nobody cares. However, Biden seems to care because he just extended that. Well, he's going to extend it. Excuse me. For another month. So all of you that were hoping to put, throw your masks away and fly the friendly skies, think again. 
because the Biden regime has swooped in and said, no, 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 we want you to wear those masks just a little bit longer. You know, 15 days to slow the spread. Maybe we can stop driving for 15 days and slow the spread of gas prices. How about that? No? All right. Just an idea, I guess. <laughs> oh, anyway, unsurprisingly, the officials, uh, the official confirmed that the changes were being implemented because the so-called experts who have been reliably wrong on just about literally everything that has to do with COVID throughout this pandemic are following the latest science. You know, the science just keeps changing. The science just magically just keeps changing. And the experts who are supposed to be uh, supposedly trained on this science can't figure out the science. It just keeps changing on them. That's reassuring. Thanks a lot, experts. Anyway, uh, in, uh, in the wake of all that, United Airlines, by the way, who are a bunch of losers and woke morons, have now decided to allow the unvaccinated United Airline employees back to work on March 28th. Don't worry, guys. We know we screwed your lives over. We know we wrecked your savings account. We know we put you out there and not cared a even a little bit about where you landed or the safety of your family. But guess what? We can't hire anybody because everybody's turned into a socialist weirdo and they're sitting at home collecting Democrat money. So all you unvaccinated workers, can you come back to work, please? Can you please come back to work and give us a bailout here at United Airlines? They announced today that they will allow unvaccinated employees back to work on March 28th for some reason. Well, ain't that a kicker? The move will allow hundreds of employees back to work who requested religious and medical exemptions from the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. My question is, what about those who didn't request a religious or medical exemption? Do they get to come back or did they not follow your piece of crap protocol that was never should have never been in, in, in place to begin with? What about those people? You're going to alienate them? You're going to segregate them? Hmm. United Airlines Holdings Incorporated will allow workers who have not been vaccinated against COVID-19 for religious and medical reasons only, apparently, to return at the end of the month. The Wall Street Journal reported this, citing people familiar with the matter. You know, as they always, citing people familiar with the matter, just say their name. You're not important. Nobody cares. Bunch of overpay, overpaid, high-priced losers. That's all we have in this country. Overpaid, high-priced, know-nothing, ignorant losers or trolls who don't even know what gender they are. The move permits staffers with exemptions from the carrier's vaccination requirement for its U.S. employees to return from unpaid leave or from the non-customer-facing roles that they were allowed to apply for as an alternative to their regular jobs. The report says, I hope, nope, I hope not a single person comes back. How about that? I hope not a single person comes back. And you know what else has happened throughout this whole airline pandemic debacle? Not that customer service or any of that kind of common moral decency exists anymore anyways. But have you noticed how incredibly rude that the airline employees and the workers have become? Now I get it. They're probably not working in the best environment. They're probably not working, you know, in the best environment. They're constantly having people scream and cry at them. They're constantly having people tell, you know, they have to tell people to put on their masks and people yell back at them. I get it. But do you have to be such a loser? Do you have to be such a jerk? The last time we flew, this one lady, I was putting your bags through, you know, and you know how they always tell you to take your computer out of the bag and put your computer or your electronic devices separate than your shoes and your socks and your underwear or whatever else they make you take off. So I pulled the computer out before they could even ask me. And I put it in a separate tray and I put it along through the machine. The lady screams at me. Did you not hear what I said? I said, excuse me. She goes, did you not hear what I said? I said, I didn't hear what you said. She goes, I told you not to take your computer out of your bag. And I said, well, excuse me, every airline in the world makes you take your computer out of the bag. And she goes, well, I've explicitly been saying not to do so. And I said, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over the 20,000 people that are lined up because you guys can't efficiently get anybody through my bad. And she goes, 
She goes, well, this is a new machine, so you don't have to take your computer out. I said, well, excuse me for not knowing about the new equipment that was purchased by the FAA or the FTC. Like, what in the heck is going on? These people are so rude, they don't have any common decency left in them anymore. And that's what we need to change. We need to change that. You don't talk to people like that. You don't talk to people like that. You don't treat people like that. And I'm telling you, man, these people want to ruin this country. They want to continue to divide, ruin, and make you feel like crap. But what we need to do is we need to turn that frown upside down. We need to keep spreading joy. We need to keep spreading the gospel. And maybe, just maybe, we'll make a little bit of a difference here in this world, huh? Amen? Take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Got much more for you when we come back. Please stay tuned. <laughs> 43 Gators. Nice, nice comment. <laughs> 43 Gators. That was good. But no, you're right. It was rude. It was very rude of her. It was very rude of her. Like, I was supposed to know that you didn't do that. I mean, how many times have you guys flown where you've had to take your computer out of your bag? I thought I was being nice. Decency has gone out the window. Amen. Amen. Would you like a breath mint, please? <laughs> TSA, yeah, whoever they are, TSA, FTC, FAA, they're all, they're all the same. She was having a bad day, so she wanted you to have a bad day also. Your face is getting red, Jeremy. God loves you. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I laugh at rude people. You sound like Karen, LOL, just kidding. She did sound like a Karen, and I did too when I was pretending like I was, I was her. What up with Pfizer? You said they were going down. No, I said Pfizer got booted off of the New York Stock Exchange. They got, booted off, they got booted off the New York Stock Exchange because their, the price of their stock and the value of their stock, the bottom fell out of it, and they don't meet the requirements to be on the New York Stock Exchange anymore, and nobody has faith in the stock. That doesn't mean Pfizer's going anywhere. Pfizer's a multi, multi-billion dollar company that does a lot more than the COVID vaccine, but their COVID vaccine and the BioNTech stock dropped out, dropped so bad they had to get them off the stock exchange. So, you know, whatever that means. Jeremy, me and my hubby are in a bad way. His mom died the other day. Hair too. Well, I'm sorry. I, God bless you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. It's, it makes the rest of our problems seem little, you know? What hat were you wearing? Ooh, a you can't beat God hat. So maybe that was the problem. They did not get booted off. They did not get booted off. Well, I showed you the documents this morning. I can show them to you again. They most certainly did get booted off as long, along with Exxon and another company. I can't, I can't even remember the name of the company now, but they did get booted off. They did, get, they did get completely shut off the New York Stock Exchange for those products. Not Pfizer themselves, but for, those, for that stock, for the COVID-19 vaccine stock and the BioNTech stock, they most certainly did. They most certainly did. Sorry for your loss, Hare. Yes, very much. I only flew because I had credits, and they were going to expire. I'm not going to fly again. Pfizer traded 25 million shares today, closed at 49.20. Yeah, did they, did they trade 25 million shares of COVID-19 vaccine stock or BioNTech stock? Not, not Pfizer in general. That stock got booted off. That stock. Took the money and ran. Hello, Jeremy, brother in Trice. Yep, they did. They got dropped. Yes, they did, Donnie. You're right. I think we're just talking about two different things there. I think we're talking about, you think Pfizer as a whole. I'm talking about Pfizer, the, uh, the stock in those, in those specific vaccines. How you doing, Vicky? Good to see you from Corpus Christi. Christy, I had a lot of friends out there. I used to have a lot of friends in Corpus Christi. All right. Let's get back to it. Where are we here? I'm almost losing my spot. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Um, I don't know if you guys watch. I know the Live from America audience does, but the Real America's Voice News, I don't know if you watch the morning show as, uh, as well as the night show. But the morning show is not aired on Real America's Voice News. You'd have to go to social media or... Uh, the Life from America digital TV platforms like Roku and Firestick. But earlier today, 
We spent time talking about inflation being at nearly 8%. And when Trump left, that same inflation was at 1.4%. Now, all this, all of this inflation, the dollar at a 25-year low, gas prices through the roof, people are having a hard time doing anything or getting anywhere, and the Biden administration is pushing the use or the, the, uh, the idea that everybody should buy an electric car. The problem with that is, is that the average price of an electric car is $50,000. Most likely you're paying $60,000 plus. So this is not an attempt to give you any relief. This is an attempt to get us away from oil and gas. President Trump told us during the campaign where he was um, in, in one of the debates with Joe Biden, he said, He's coming for the oil and gas and, en- and energy industry. He says, "Can you? did you hear me, Texas? Did you hear that, Ohio? Did you hear that, Pennsylvania? They're completely, uh, their, their goal is to completely shut down the oil and the gas energy um, industry. And that is exactly what they are proving to do. They want to shift everything. They want to shift the, um, the, the energy in this country to solar, wind, and all green forms of energy, and they want to get away from drilling, they want to get away from fracking, and this is their opportunity to do it. And they're also doing the same thing with the global currency. They want digital currency. They want cryptocurrency. They want all of the, of the world's money to be backed in cryptocurrency, and this is all a massive push to get us from one thing to another as a global society. The problem with that is, is that the amount of money that you save in gas by buying an electric car you're going to end up spending far more than that with such a high, uh, a, a, a high price loan with interest. And really, you're going to shift all this money from the oil executives to the bank executives. So, so really, you're, 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 you're robbing Peter to pay Paul so that you can get one of, rid of one industry and bring in another industry. And who profits off that is the dirty politicians and the bankers and these large bank, uh, these large bank organizations who are going to continue to push electric vehicles. Nobody's ever going to be able to buy an electric vehicle. They're too expensive. So they want you to take out a loan on them. And when you take out a loan on them, your payment goes from like three or $400 a month to about eight or $900 a month. And then the interest on top of that. And then you got to plug your car in and wait for 45 minutes before you can go somewhere. This is a massive shift from one industry to another. Now, I thought I found something today that I thought was really, really interesting, and I wanted to show you guys. Do you all remember what the graph looked like on November 3rd, or I should say November 4th, 2020, when we went to bed and President Trump was way up here and Joe Biden was way down here as far as votes go, and then we all went to bed and we woke up and all of a sudden that graph showed a big jump just to get over Donald Trump, and then it started uh, plateauing out just to give Joe Biden that win. Well, I want to show you an interesting graph. And what you're going to see on this graph actually kind of mirrors that graph that you saw on November 4th, 2020, when it came to the stolen election. This graph, what you're going to see is inflation under the Trump administration versus your wage change or your wage increase. And then that same uh, wage increase and uh, inflation under the Biden administration. Let's go ahead and pull that clip up real quick here. Here we go. Check this out. I'm going to take control of the cursor here. All right. This blue line, this blue line is your wages. Okay. Now this is through Donald Trump. This entire uh, pink graph right here is all under Donald Trump. So it goes from 2017 all the way up to just starting 2021 when Biden takes over. Now what you see in the blue graph right here where my cursor is, This is the wage increase and the wage changes during that time with President Trump in office. Now, you can see this right here. This right here was COVID. This was COVID right here. Boom. But he was still, his wages, or or the wages under President Donald Trump were way higher than inflation. The red line down here is inflation. This is inflation. But notice what happens, much like what we saw on November 4, 2020, Notice what happens right here. Biden takes over right where this line is right here and inflation just boom right up while wages are continuing to go down. They went up right here because this is when he let everybody go back to work 
Inflation kept rising with it, but then that started plateauing out when there were no what? New jobs. This right here, this line right here, see how it plateaus back down? This goes to tell you that while everybody was coming back from COVID and inflation was going through the roof, the jobs actually plateaued. The wages and the jobs plateaued because there's no new jobs and inflation just keeps rising. Now, doesn't that look very reminiscent of November 4th, 2020? The proof is in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen. You can't keep these lies going. You just can't keep these lies going any longer. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move from that to something else that I know a lot of people are not going to like to hear. But we have to show you what's going on because that's what we do here on Live from America for years. For years, everybody left Google and stopped having any kind of trust or any kind of, uh, any kind of faith in anything they searched on Google because Google would manipulate your searches. As it is right now, if you were to type in any story, none of the news sources that you trust come up on the first two pages. It's all like MSNBC, CNN. They drive you to the people that they want you to follow and read their narrative. For years, people left Google. And what they did is they all started moving towards Bing because they thought the Bing search engine would give them some kind of fairness, some kind of neutrality. But it wasn't very long when people were on Bing when they started realizing, wow, Bing is just as bad as Google. Bing is just as as, um, non-neutral as Google, and they are flooding us to the same sites from the same people who write the same narrative And you're really no different. So why did you even leave Google? So people then decided, okay, we're going to leave Bing and we're going to go to DuckDuckGo. And DuckDuckGo for a long time has been the conservative or the Christian conservative patriots primary source of doing any kind of search uh, searching on the on the Internet. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am very, very sad to inform you that DuckDuckGo has now ended its neutrality and will downrank sites associated with what they deem Russian disinformation. The founder of DuckDuckGo, a Google alternative search engine that has touted its unbiased search results for years to get users, has announced that it has started to downrank sites based on whether they are deemed to be associated with Russian disinformation. And again, who decides? Who decides if it's Russian disinformation or not? Because the Biden administration says one thing one day and another the next. There is DuckDuckGo right there for all those who don't know. Like many others, I am sickened by Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the gigantic humanitarian crisis it continues to create. DuckDuckGo's CEO and founder Gabriel Weinberg tweeted, quote, at DuckDuckGo, we have been rolling out search updates that downrank sites associated with all Russian disinformation. Weinberg is also, no- also noted that in addition to downranking these sites on DuckDuckGo, uh, the platform also places, quote, news modules and information boxes at the top of DuckDuckGo search results where they are seen and clicked the most to highlight quality information for rapidly unfolding topics. Well, you know what? I'm so glad, Mr. Weinberg, that you and your company are going to direct me to the popular opinion and not the truth. Appreciate that, sir. Prior to Weinberg's announcement, DuckDuckGo had made multiple statements over a period spanning more than five years that positioned DuckDuckGo as a search engine that provides, quote, unbiased results, and they criticized other search engines for failing to show neutral, unbiased results and criticized all uh, bias in algorithms from places like Google, Bing, and others, and now they're doing the same thing. So my question is, Do we need to continue to keep building our parallel universe, our parallel economy, our parallel media, our parallel social media, our our, uh, parallel shopping sites? I think we do. Because, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, the swamp knows no ends. The swamp is so deep that none of us are going to be able to wade in that swamp. We need to get out of the swamp, and we need to go, and we need to swim in our own little swimming holes. You know what I mean? 
Folks, we're going to take one more commercial break, and you don't want to go anywhere, because when we come back, we're going to be showing some of President Trump's highlights from when he was in office. You're not going to want to go anywhere, folks, because this is going to be a great little video that we, are, that we uh, play here at the end. Yes, I know I'm very disappointed, too. DuckDuckGo seemed to be, ladies and gentlemen, they seemed to be the greatest, didn't they? And here they go. They're doing it again. They're doing the same thing that their predecessors did and the people before them did and the people that failed and succeeded. It doesn't matter. They're just going to follow that same role. It's really sickening. It's sickening, but it's sickening, but not shocking. Sickening, but not shocking. There is no freedom on the Internet. Jeremy, you are bumming a brother out. Hey, I'm just giving you the facts, man. Don't be bummed out. Look at it as like, okay, cool. Now I know I don't have to go there anymore. Now I know I don't have to give them my business, my, my views, my, you know what I mean? Just, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to weed out problems. It's a good thing to weed out these scumbags. That's what we need to do in this world. So what search engine do we need to use now? That's a good, good, good question. It's a very good question. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that one. I don't. I do not have an answer for you on that one, and I apologize because I'd love to tell you which one to go to. Somebody else, a lot of people are putting some stuff in here, so maybe you can go to one of theirs. Unbelievable. Just absolutely sickening. It's, it's a shame, too, because so many people love DuckDuckGo. So many people. Just, <laughs> I'm just looking at something that I have pulled up here. All right, this is going to be great. All right, let's come back from this commercial. Here we go. Guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. Live from America family, everybody on social media, digital TV. I want to take you back in time to the day that Barack Hussein Obama packed his bags and left and Donald Trump was on his way into the White House. Let's go back to that beautiful day because there's something that I noticed in this picture. Does everybody remember this picture right here? Look how mad they were. <laughs> that should put a smile on your face, right? Look how mad they are. But look at here. Cursor, please. Look at here. Who's this right here? <gasps> is that is that little is that little red lying hood? Oh, look how mad she was. Look how mad she was. Susan Rice back here. Valerie Jarrett right here. Look at them. Look at all their faces. <laughs> I love that. But look at that right in the middle there. She was on Barack Hussein Obama's staff. Little red lying hood herself. Wasn't that cute? So I took that little trip down memory lane, and I figured I'd, you know, show that today. But I got a better one to show you, folks. I got a better video to show you. And this is a trip down memory lane of what we're going to get used to again when Donald Trump comes back. And he will be back. He will be back. This is not like a Mike Pence prediction. This is a real prediction. Donald Trump will be back. So I figured we'd go down and watch some of Donald Trump's most savage moments to end the show. Huh? I think that's the best thing to do. Let's go ahead and play that video. I had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so that's on. True. It, poor, it but They it, weren't actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. They're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of you miles away. That, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I may okay, ask one enough. other question. <laughs> Mr. President, if I may, if I may ask Peter, one other question, are you worried? That's enough. That's Mr. enough. Mr. President, I'm going to ask one other. We are alarmed by the new calls to adopt socialism in our country. America was founded on liberty and independence and not government coercion, domination, and control. We are born free and we will stay free. It's great to be here with a thousand wonderful people, or as I call it, a small, intimate dinner with some friends, or as Hillary calls it, her largest crowd of the season. <laughs> His visceral response to attack people on their appearance, short, tall, fat, ugly, my goodness, that happened in junior <laughs> high. Are we not way above that? Would we not all be worried to have someone like that in charge of the nuclear arsenal? Mr. Trump, 
I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there <laughs> that I can tell you. Jake, why is this uh, such a big topic for you right now? Well, immigration's a very big topic. Take a look at all the crime that's being committed. Go take a look at it. The look, research I'm says the crime, is, the crime is that does not match what you're saying. The research, research, the Pew Research, which is no, independent, please. says... Don't be naive. You're a very naive person. <laughs> the Pew you're Research a... says that there are uh, four... Come on, get it out, he says. <laughs> immigrants on the whole create... Are, Come on, try getting it out. <laughs> try getting it out. I'll get it out. I mean, I don't know if you're going to put this on television, but you don't even know what you're talking about. Try getting it out. Go ahead. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter, go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts Well, I'm not a big fan of, of yours either, so I understand. to be honest. <laughs> well, I'm not a big fan of yours either, just so you know. I miss him. Does anybody miss Donald Trump? Hey, I miss Donald Trump, but don't worry. He's just around the corner, folks. He'll be right back. Look, we're going to end the show today. Folks, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless each and every one of you. I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America, folks. Until then, be safe, keep a smile on your face, spread the gospel, and keep your families close. See you later. Have a beautiful and wonderful night. Bye-bye.